to For the Love of Life podcast, where we're going to be diving deep into all things spiritual growth, all things mindset, all things rituals, all things manifestation. I'm excited for this growth to happen together for us, and let's dive in. What's up, beauties? Today is a very special day (laughs) because since I started season two, I have been talking so much about all these changes that I was, you know, going to make, all these leaps, all of these decisions, all these big, big things, and I didn't want to talk about them yet. until they were truly fulfilled and it's built up a lot of energy within me to kind of like I don't know to just plan it all out and I've been wanting to do these things for so long being called to do these things for so long and it's finally happening and today I want to chat about it (laughs) um so first off guys I'm outside I do my podcast outside a lot and right now there's massive hummingbirds around so if you hear a bunch of humming like right now you might (laughs) so right in front of me um it's just hummingbirds just enjoy the sounds of nature the sounds of spring happening around me (laughs) um and yeah so yes today i'm hopping on on the fly i want to share something with you guys And it's not very often I do life updates, but I feel like this is so necessary and there's so much to be said behind it. I talk so much about following your intuition. I talk so much about how your intuition is your roadmap to your own form of success, to your own form of freedom, to your own form of happiness. And I had avoided a big leap for a long time. I think there's two different types of spiritual bypassing. Like there's a spiritual bypassing that's like, you know, peace and love. And like there's no problems in the world. Just meditate and, you know, nothing else exists. And not tuning into like the situations that are actually going on around us, whether it be government or people or situations or I don't know COVID or whatever it is um, and just ignoring all of your problems this is this is common this is a thing I've had it before Um, but the spiritual bypassing that I have more recently come out of is really just me you know how people tell you to make the most out of your situation I knew it would only take so long before my dog started barking. So in some ways, this is true. Making the best out of the situation is, is, is very true. You need to do this at some points in life. Usually when it's something that you can't change, something that is inevitable, something that is just that you can't change, right? 
But when you are making the most out of a situation in your life and that you hate, <laughs> say, I don't know, common things, your money situation, your job, your um, relationship, your town that you live in, um, or the house you live in, whatever, these are all things that we are in control of. These are all things that we can change. And when we choose to not change them, then we're technically choosing them. We're technically saying yes to the thing that we that we don't want. The thing that like we actually like seriously don't like at all. <laughs> Say like if it's your job, you absolutely hate your job. Oh my goodness, I can't tell you bad enough how much I've been there. You know, um, no matter what I did, I was so irritated going into work. And it was like the same freaking thing every single day, like this loop that just looped around and lived out the same day the day before and uh, had nothing to do with my passions or my dreams or anything. And I, I speak from such a way because like I said, I've been there and it's because of this. This is like the curriculum of my life <laughs> to be able to teach people from a space of truly acknowledging it, truly knowing all of the feelings and emotions that go behind it. But I had to realize, kind of just wake up, I wrote a post about this the other day, and realize that this quote out there, that whatever you're not changing, you're choosing, is so incredibly true. We get stuck around our own imaginary boundaries, like we create this story as to, you know, why it's hard to leave the thing. Or why we have to stay in the thing for now. And we convince ourselves of this so much that we create this story. We create these imaginary boundaries that just do not exist. And we keep ourselves there. It's like we have to prove ourselves right. Because if some like if we were to prove ourselves wrong that, you know, we're wrong and there's all these reasons why we can change our situation, we feel like idiots, like we have to be right all the time. This was the situation I was in. Avoiding the leap because there's a better time, because of COVID, because of money, because of my relationship, because of like anything. I have plants. <laughs> I have a cat. Like, I don't even know. I have bills. All of these things. It didn't matter. The, the, the fact of the matter is if you're going to, you know, if you're not, if you're not going to leap, you're not going to leap. You're going to find excuses. You're going to build a story that proves you right as to why you can't do the thing. And I was stuck in that. And I write so much about this in the book that I'm writing because I felt it so hard. <laughs> and it's often someone that is two steps ahead of you that can really put shed some light on your situation by being able to really hone down into the emotions that you're feeling. So I hope that I can do that for you today. I stayed in it for years. You see, I am not the type of coach that like became an instant success overnight. 
or this big dramatic life situation happened at the top of the Himalayas and all of a sudden I knew (laughs) or something like that. And, you know, I feel like we got to break that perception because this keeps a lot of coaches down from really telling about their real lives and the situations they really deal with, the struggles they deal with, or just where they are in life currently. It's like we try to hide that we're not all full-time six-figure earning entrepreneurs. (laughs) And it's like we got to kind of hide ourselves and hold ourselves back until we are, and then we can step into our full power. Have you been there? Because definitely have. So this leap that I was procrastinating had to do with travel. So I'm Sagittarius, a double Sagittarius. So my sun sign and my rising sign are both Sagittarius. Travel and freedom is written in my, I don't know, blood, in my stars. (laughs) It is so ingrained in me. It's just a part of who I am. And... Um, any of you other Sages out there, I'm sure you can understand, but I'm sure it doesn't only have to do with Zodiac, um, all other types of things. Like, I, I thought that, like, travel just called everyone. Like, of course everybody wants to go spend a month in, like, Thailand and then go hop over to Bali and then hop over to Australia and, like, hop to all these places. Of course this person, like, probably wants to go to Greece for a month or of course this person wants to go to Mexico with me or <laughs> go on this weekend adventure to like California or whatever. And when I really, really started fighting this urge is when I started to realize that that wasn't true. That I have a best friend that would rather like stay home than go to Indonesia. <laughs> Uh, that my boyfriend would rather go fishing than go to Mexico. That, you know, another person would rather, you know, go on like a week or two vacation than, than try to live somewhere for a month. So all the story I was creating for, for myself, I started to realize that I, I, it wasn't true. I couldn't prove myself right anymore. It just didn't make sense. And then I started to pick up the pieces. And this is like one of the prime examples of saying that the things that call you, the things that your intuition pulls you towards, the things that you can't stop thinking about and that you just feel so lit up when you're doing, that those are your callings. But how does that make sense, right? How does that make sense? How's travel your calling. These are all the things that were going on in my head. This is how I came up with this concept that I write a lot about in my book and I'm going to be doing an upcoming masterclass about as well. And that is what I like to call your element. And my um, perception of what your element is in this context is an environment of which you thrive. You might have heard people kind of mentioned it like that before, like I'm in my element, you know, like you're in your zone of genius. You're in the environment of which you thrive. So you can try to convince yourself that you're happy on your back porch when you, you know, you'd rather be, I don't know, in Cambodia in a hut (laughs) 
And that's one thing. But that doesn't deny the fact that your soul is still calling you there. So a lot of the times when I say that, you know, following your intuition is it's calling you into your dharma. It's calling you into the purpose you're meant to fill, the things that light you up, the service you're meant to give. It doesn't always make sense, no. And the reason it doesn't, because sometimes it's not necessarily just bringing you up front and center with what you're supposed to do in the world, but it's bringing you into an environment of which where you can truly find it out for yourself. It's bringing you into the environment that lights your soul on fire, that brings air back to your lungs, that brings your pulse back to life, that makes you feel alive and inspired and brings you new ideas, connects you to your consciousness. This is exactly why I say that all these obstacles are my curriculum of life, right? Because it's through all of this that I've come up with this concept. So whatever that calling is for you, obviously, you know, your intuition might not be telling you right now to... Um, I don't know, go write a book. It might not be telling you to go, um, I don't know, go break dance in the street right now <laughs> or whatever your calling is. But it's guiding you into the environment. It's guiding you into your element, an area that inspires you to, to find that Dharma for yourself. And it's your duty to follow it because that's the first step. First step is getting yourself into that inspired environment that really makes you feel so alive, shakes and awakes you. And you know, I think that yes, we can figure this out by on our own without stepping into this, possibly, but it's going to take us a whole lot of time. <laughs> These hummingbirds are like right in my face. <laughs> So, so this, I, I'm already just like blabbering on and not talking about like the things that I'm doing in life. <laughs> um, sorry, my phone's going off like crazy. Hopefully it doesn't continue to, but that thing for me was travel. So. I booked a one-way ticket to Mexico. <laughs> because Mexico, specifically Tulum, Mexico, although I know there's a lot of people that are traveling there right now because, honestly, Mexico is one of the easier places to travel. And um, Tulum is has a similar vibe as Bali. I've been there once before, but, like, for, like, a day. I was mostly spending my time in Cancun. But it has a spiritual property to it. And my soul is being called to places with with spiritual history, with spiritual energy. And exactly where I went to Sedona like a month ago. And actually what fulfilled this even more for me is looking at my astro cartography chart. Which if you don't know is basically uh, where your planets line up in the world and how that um, combined energy in like that place in the world affects you. 
I don't know, I can't go super into depth with it because it's kind of newer to me too, but definitely look it up because it's amazing. <laughs> um, I realized that I had literally no lines whatsoever where I'm from, like nothing, no lines going through it, no like, um, they put circles on like the most potent energy nothing, nothing around the Pacific Northwest all the way into almost, almost all of America had no lines for me whatsoever. And so of course I live as like, oh, it's probably the same for a lot of people, whatever. I looked up a couple different people's cartography, astro cartography charts. And no, that's not, that's not the truth. (laughs) My boyfriend's has like a couple, like several different lines going on in this area. His energy is impacted. So it's, it's definitely, another thing that's, you know, not a coincidence as to why I long to travel to other places. (laughs) But that area of Tulum, ironically, this was after I chose that I was going to come here, had a lot to do with inspiration for um, career building and for like networking and such. And a lot more, but that's all I can think of on the top of my head. But so the places that you're being called to, this is just another example. If you're being called to travel, there is purpose behind it. It brings you a sort of energy, actually, astrologically, that, you know, enlightens you and can bring you new ideas and um, be a spiritually awakening place. But yes, I'm scared shitless. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm more excited than I am scared, but I am scared because to be honest, like one of my biggest excuses as well was my relationship. You know, I'm in a relationship. It's freaking phenomenal. I'm so in love with this man. He's so amazing. Why would I ever want to leave him? (laughs) Well, unfortunately he has, you know, a well-paying job and he has a daughter and he has like, you know, he, he just doesn't long to travel the way that I do, but he is so incredibly supportive and and totally supports me doing this. He knows that it's exactly what I want, exactly what I need, and he's there for it 100%. And I realized that there we go again, <laughs> proving my story wrong as to all the reasons why I couldn't do what my soul was calling me to do was proved wrong again. <laughs> so... I also want to point out that a lot of people that do this digital nomad stuff, um, which actually I will be running the Dharma Business School during the time that I'm in Mexico, which I'm excited about, Um, you know, being in that element of inspiration, I think that it will definitely just allow me to teach in a whole new perspective and a whole new light. So I'm excited for that. But it's not because I have like a shit ton of money. (laughs) Or that I have money saved up or like all of this stuff. Okay, I made this decision pretty recently and it's literally just because I've been called to do it. And everything falls into place when you are meant to do something. Okay, here's my example. I have a friend that owns a condo in Tulum. I've done modeling for her in the past couple different times. She allowed me to stay in there for about two weeks completely free. I um, have a just a shit ton of airline miles available. My flight is free. 
I have a friend that's going to meet me down there for a little while. Found an amazing deal in a nice hotel. And I'm going to get a really good price basically for the whole time that I'm down there. It is all just working itself out. See, you create the story for your life. You create the boundaries. You create the entire story that you live by. And your success in anything, everything and anything, is, is really just created by the level of belief in your story. And so it's important to ask yourself, which story that you're buying into? Everybody out there is living a different story. They chose to believe something different. And that is why they are where they are. My circumstances aren't different than anybody else's for me choosing to do this thing. I just decided to make it happen. I stepped out of my, my imaginary boundaries. I stepped out of my false story. And of course, we are surrounded by stories of lack, that we need to find deals because we're broke, that we need to, you know, uh, I don't, like, get things for free. We need everything for free because we have no money or that we don't have time for this or for that. So we need this, like, this gadget. We don't have time for this. So we need to go do this instead. It's like a thing to be pri- like to be prideful about if you are busy and don't have time for things. It's this thing that we like to have conversations about, about how broke we are, how fast our money goes, or how we don't have enough money for groceries. We create this storyline for ourselves. So what story are you choosing? I've made a continuing effort to step out of the story I was living for the past five years. And it's been a bumpy ride. It's been back and forth, for sure. And that's been my curriculum of life so that I can teach it to you in the best way possible that you can fully just transmute and that I can really relate to you. So all of this uh, this discussion about this big leap, <laughs> I am finally doing one of the biggest ones. And I feel like this is going to be a whole other topic in its own, maybe a whole other podcast. But when it comes to explaining it to family... The thing that I am starting to realize is that I tend to over-explain myself or feel like I need to prove my decisions, but I am learning that I do not need to explain anything. We do not need to explain ourselves, our callings, our intuition, our pulls, our 
dharmas aren't going to make sense to everyone. And if we continue to strive to just like make sure everybody understands us, oh my gosh, we're just going to be stressing ourselves the fuck out. (laughs) It's not possible. There's got to be like 25 hummingbirds over here. It's funny because this this pull that I've had to to travel to Saloon, and I do want to really emphasize the fact that it is a one-way ticket because that's like the biggest point here is that I want it to be open-ended. I don't want my travels to be anything like it's gonna feel like a vacation, you know? Like, I'm gonna go and, and I'm gonna, like, my, like, a return ticket, like... You know, I wasn't going to book a a round trip ticket to, you know, leave on May 3rd and come back on like June 13th. No, (laughs) I was going to leave all of that open ended. I was going to leave that all in my favor, whether I wanted to stay or if I wanted to go or if I wanted to do traveling. I didn't want it to feel like it was a limited thing, like I was just going to come back to exactly what I left. letting the universe guide that portion and that is part of the journey that is one of the things that are most exciting so I want to share this this leap with you because because I know there's one for you as well it could be literally to just get married. (laughs) It could be to say I love you to that person. It could be to start writing poetry or to, you know, go to a, like, go do your stand-up comedy somewhere, to start your YouTube channel, to start your book, to, you know, try out for that one uh, dance team or (laughs) to go to this college or to move to this place or to end this relationship, to start another one, to, I don't know, (laughs) it be so many things. The list is so endless. And those things that you just cannot get off your mind, that you can't explain, that you just feel so called to do and you can't reason with it. You don't need to explain yourself to nobody. Not even yourself. You're meant to fall into it. And, you know, if you can't explain it, that's great. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to figure it out once you take the leap. But aren't you tired of just wondering what's on the other side? Believe me, I know all the ebbs and the flows and the emotions and the fear and the judgment and all the things that lie, like, on that in-between phase and that waiting phase, you know? And that phase of not saying yes, but also not saying no, but saying, like, someday or this better time. But if you're willing to wait, as I've said before, (laughs) you will always be waiting. 
There will always be a reason to wait. There will always be a better time. Your schedule will fill up once again. Your finances and your bills will be the same as they were last year, as they were this year. I mean, not not indefinitely, you know, but if you don't, like, take that leap, you most likely will be in that space when you're not committing to it. <laughs> Saving for the ticket in the meantime instead of, like, waiting from a year from now and finding out you're in the same place. We're supposed to leap when we're called to. It's like, it's almost like challenging the universe every time that we don't. Like, (laughs) looking it right in the eye and, like, having a, like, I don't know, a staring contest (laughs) as to who will give in first. A big portion of this is what inspired the Dharma Business School for me. Was that leap. Taking that leap. Me investing myself for the first time in the year of 2020 was a huge leap for me. And it took me leaps and bounds. And I've like invested like three or four times ever since. Because I know that I am my safest investment. I know that once you once you put the tools, once you like set yourself up to get all of the tools available, then success is in your own hands. You get to choose that. You either get to choose to bet on yourself or you choose to bet on your excuses and your failure. It all depends on what you bet on, how far you go in and the story that you're living, the story you are choosing to live by. When these hummingbirds like fight, they like (laughs) flail their tails open really big and they're like all spotted and pretty. It's adorable. I wanted to share this leap with you so that I could inspire you to take yours. And I want to ask you how you would show up or how would you invest in yourself if you knew you wouldn't fail? If you chose, if you bet on your success. How would you show up if you knew that everything you desired lied on the other side of you just saying yes? To yourself, to your callings, to your desires. Saying yes to putting fear aside. This whole story <laughs> leading up to this is... The biggest inspiration for the Dharma Business School. But there's so much hidden on the other side of you leaping into your own belief in yourself.
And I'm here to bet on you too. Just like I want you to bet on yourself, I am betting on you and your success. I take your success very personally. <laughs> Being your guide. This course is about taking your leap. It's about betting on yourself. And having the guidance along the way to help yourself succeed as well. Someone that's betting on you. Someone that's been there. Everything that is calling you is meant for you, whether you can explain it or not. And I want to show you how. And I want to show you why. So that you can turn that into a purpose-driven business that does not fail. Because it's you fulfilling your dharma. It's you fulfilling the message, the gift, the services that you were meant to fulfill in the world and when you fall into what you are meant what your soul is called to fulfill in this world you don't hit road walls anymore or roadblocks you're aligned with yourself with your soul with your mission with your message and with your business because we are meant for so much more than the 9 to 5 desk jobs that live in a loop every single day reliving the day you did before and not knowing where your freaking livelihood or your pulse went <laughs> always wondering what's on the other side of that calling what's on the other side of that leap i want to show you how you can make it into a business i want to show you how you can actually make a living doing the things that fulfill your soul and that can also fulfill the world in a unique way that only you can where you are your brand and the message becomes so much bigger than you so I hope you join me inside of the Dharma Business School we're going to be starting May, first week of May. I'll be teaching you from the beautiful Tulum, Mexico. <laughs> and I hope to see you there. The pre-sale for this ends tomorrow, guys. So I'm recording this on a Thursday, um, March 8th. So the pre-sale ends tomorrow. So I promise you guys, and I don't mean to say this to be you know, to push at you, but to be honest, I don't think it's ever going to be this low again. It's the first time I've ran it, and um, it's never going to be this low again. <laughs> I think that the regular price is going to be the pre-sale price next time. <laughs> so if you are thinking about it and, and waiting for, man, quote unquote, a better time, I just want to implore you, uh, let you know that. Other than that, I am going to be hosting a free masterclass here pretty soon, speaking about what I talked about a little bit here, your element. 
Um, this masterclass is called In Your Element. And yes, it is all about diving further into that topic of your intuitive pulls, calling you into the environment of which inspires you and brings about your inspiration, your dharma, your creativity, your consciousness, and new ideas. So I'm super excited for that. I'm probably going to be doing that. Um, if not next week, then the week after. So if just make sure to follow me on Instagram so you can stay updated on that. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next time, guys. I would love to hear your takeaways on this episode and have you further connect with me there in the DMs of Instagram. And I will link the enrollment for the Dharma Business School so you can get in on the early access, the early bird sale that ends tomorrow. All right. Talk to you guys next time. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please screenshot this and put it on your IG stories and tag me with your takeaways. I would love to hear them. I would love to see all of you listeners out there and engage with you. And make sure to give me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me to put this podcast out there further into the world and yeah so I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you guys next week